How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Mr. Connor Lawler. Sean, we're back. We're back, boys. Mm, we're so yeah. back. <laughs> and now I'm saying this as a man who's carried the last three weeks of Hero Zero all by himself. Um, yeah. It's my week again this week, yeah? Yeah, yeah, if you wouldn't mind, actually. I'm still <laughs> quite tired. The time. <laughs> I'm not used to this. I'm out of practice. It's uh... <laughs> Don't worry, I'll take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I got this one, Chief. No, no, no. It's my turn, Coach. Put me in. <laughs> Put me in. So this is Hero Zero. This is the show where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I normally choose DC characters. Sean normally chooses Marvel characters. So Sean has actually been sitting on his fucking arse for three weeks so he's now back in the game and now he has to actually do some work Sean it is your week I'm excited to know who you've done well, this was a suggestion from a listener, Connor, so I didn't even come up with the idea. Uh, <laughs> Before we get started, could you give this a like and follow whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on? And also, we are going for 105 star reviews on Spotify before the end of the year. So, if you could get on Spotify, if you're on it now, just put a five stars down. It would be very much appreciated. Yeah. Um, and as I said, we have a goal. We're very close to the goal. We just need a, a little bit of a more of a push. Yeah, basically. we're right on the edge and someone just tip us off that cliff. Just and tip be us perfect. off the cliff. And, and maybe add a question to any Q&As under any episodes. Uh, also, we've got new merch out today. Black Friday, 30% off. Store link is down below. But Sean, it is, all my work is done. Shut I've up, done all Connor. My it's time for Hero or Zero. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, finally, for the first time in... It feels like months. Sean, who are you doing and why? I am covering, Connor, a certain coloured goblin. Now... Green. Incorrect. Right out of the gate. Go fuck <laughs> yourself. I thought that was a slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am covering the red goblin. Ah. Now... You'd be forgiven for thinking, and I've had to kind of work this report in a very strange way, because Red Goblin is just Norman Osborn, who's usually the Green Goblin. Currently in comics, he's actually the Gold Goblin, which is pretty fucked. That's, uh, how, that's how Power Rangers morphed as well. You go from green to gold. That's the thing, the colours, it, it, it denotes rank. But uh, You don't know that. That's Tommy. That, he, Tommy went from green to gold. We watched Ranger, the movies. Thought, wasn't he? Hmm? Was he not the White Ranger? Yeah, but gold and white, it was close enough. Oh, come on now. Get I mean, your... the big chest plate was gold, lad. <laughs> We're talking about a red goblin, Connor. Uh, so, I'm going to... Look, everyone kind of knows the Green Goblin. Norman Osborn. He's, Har- he's Harry Osborn, who is Peter Parker's best friend. He's his dad. He takes an experimental serum, goes mad, dresses up as a goblin and throws bombs at people. And then he says, you can't do this to me. Yeah, this is very my good company. Scene. He also puts his finger in that Thanksgiving pie for no goddamn Weird, reason. man. What's very that meant strange. to mean? But the... Throughout comics, he has died and come back and been resurrected and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then he was back in comics while Dr. Octopus took over the body of Peter Parker. Uh, <laughs> he became the superior Spider-Man. And then eventually Peter Parker gets his body back and they have a scuffle himself in the Green Goblin. This is where we pick up the report, Connor. <laughs> okay. I just blasted through 60 years of Goblin history. Don't worry now. about it. Don't worry about it. So, after an epic duel, Spider-Man unmasks the Green Goblin and injects him with an antidote to the Goblin Serum, effectively depowering him. So he turns him back into a normal man. And also, critically, he kind of heals his mind. So he's not... Norman Osborn is not insane anymore. But is he still a prick? He's still an absolute prick. Okay, cool. But he's not insane. <laughs> he doesn't want to kill people. He probably just wants to steal. This is the thing. Like he's he's very consciously still a prick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, following his return to sanity, uh, he he allies himself with a lady called Countess Karkov, who is the leader of Simkaria. A lot, basically, just some Eastern European fucking medieval-ish town. Cool. Uh, together, Osborne and Karkov put the resources of the country into exploiting its people and they end up building an empire of technologically advanced uh, weapons and robots naming them the Goblin Army. I, I just think it's so good that even when Norman gets healed of his psychosis that he's not crazy he's still just the worst. Just an awful like it's not like in No Way Home where you know he's like this confused scared yeah. old man when he's not the Goblin. No, he, he's just like he's just Lex Luthor like the man just he's he's a hater but like he's an all timer hater like he just wakes up in the morning and he just wants to hate things and people yeah and so he and like he doesn't even just stop there and like enslaving an entire country he <laughs> offers his services to like dictators of other countries being like I'll advise you on how to like best control this this situation and this populace how uh, did he make how did Peter Parker make him worse 
by the, doing that. This is the thing, is that because he took away the insanity, he's just not focused on Spider-Man at the, at the minute. <laughs> he's actually ten times worse. He's just So he just he has free reign over the whole world to make them He now enemies. no longer has one grudge. He's got six billion grudges. Yeah, he, has, he, he used to have one grudge against a man who basically couldn't be beat. Yeah. And now he has just... He can just use all of that energy on regular humans. And now he just hates poor people. Just hates poor people so much. He also starts making use of plastic surgery. He just keeps changing his face so that he can't be caught by any authorities. (laughs) He's an absolute sociopath. He's a psychopath, but like, not really. So... After the events of, if you remember the Ben Riley report, when Ben Riley became the jackal and started cloning everyone. Uh, after Vaguely. that, Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, after that, <laughs> Spider-Man decides he's going to capture Norman Osborn. He's heard what he's doing and he's like, look, you're still bad, even though you're not a psychotic green goblin anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to turn you back into a psychotic green goblin. No, he just plans to capture him and put him in prison, really. Ah, okay. Uh, Hot on Osborne's trail, Spider-Man allies himself with Silver Sable to invade Simcaria and overthrow the leadership. Norman attempted to grow his goblin army in numbers by gassing the people of the country with goblin serum. (laughs) He's just the worst. Just an awful, awful man. Consistently, he's just the worst, regardless of what mental state he's in. He will just, he's just bored to hate. The man just lives to ruin people's days. Exactly. And Spider-Man always stops him. So Spider-Man disables the rocket that's going to launch all this gas into people. And Osborne uh, flees the scene. Having Is that the amazing Spider-Man plot, by the way? The what? That's the amazing Spider-Man plot. Pretty much, actually, yeah. yeah. Except instead of lizards, it's goblins. Uh, Having concluded that the only times he had ever come close to beating Spider-Man was when he let the Green Goblin persona out, Norman's new goal is to regain his insanity. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. He's like, I'm just going to make myself insane again. he's He's not just happy, like, leading a country... As like an advisor to like all of their dictators and Hitlers, just it just that doesn't bring him the same oomph it once did. No, he doesn't have the joy in it anymore. No, he wants to kill that fucking teenager again. Unfortunately, the cure that Spider-Man originally gave Norman to get rid of the Goblin powers uh, also prevented the Goblin formula from ever working on him again. Oh, so he can't just re-inject himself. So after science fails him. Uh, He tries to become a magic user, but the keepers of the Sanctum Sanctorum uh, said, like, no, we're not teaching you magic. You're, like, the biggest villain that we know of. (laughs) Come on. Uh, (laughs) I I won't kill a load of people. (laughs) After this failed, uh, he hired two henchmen to rob the lockbox containing the Carnage symbiote, Connor. Uh, So this was a successful robbery. Osborne quickly bonded with it, becoming the new Carnage. Uh, after making the symbiote restore his original facial features because they changed writers at this point uh, and eject the nanites that prevented him from regaining his powers uh, Osborne decided to use the goblin formula to become a human goblin symbiote hybrid (laughs) so he's going to be green goblin with carnage powers is that not just like overpowered super overpowered Connor uh, after taking the Goblin formula, he kidnaps J. Jonah Jameson to find out who Spider-Man was. 
Um, the then the Goblin King, who's another Goblin spin-off, uh, came to the Goblin Lair, being like, "I'm just going to get more Goblin stuff." Uh, Norman Goblins kills him. Don't really get much say in any other medium or any media. Other no, than Spider Man. There's just like three or four on the go at any one time. They, they, they just Spider-Man really media. nailed out into one area and they've just specked into Goblin. Just love Goblins. Um, after Osborne suited up as the Green Goblin in a new kind of armour, uh, Jameson said he couldn't stop Spider-Man because even throwing Gwen Stacy off a bridge didn't s- stop him from fighting back. Oh, Hearing this, Norman remembers why he threw Gwen Stacy off a bridge and it was to get to Peter Parker because Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Uh, so now he gets all of these memories back. Uh, Osborne reveals that he knew who Spider-Man was under the mask and then revealed that he had bonded to the Carnage symbiote. He transformed into a monstrous form dubbed the Red Goblin, causing Spider-Man to flee in terror. What? Yeah, it's like one of the few times Spider-Man has been actually scared and it's because he was just really didn't expect the carnage Green Yeah, Goblin I suppose version. it would be a bit of a... But also, you're like, like lad, you're Spider-Man. Like, yeah. literally, I don't think you can die. Yeah, the, the writers won't let you. You're far too profitable. <laughs> you're on the cover, lad. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> so Osborne issued an ultimatum. Peter could either give up being Spider-Man or th- he could watch the Red Goblin painfully kill all of his loved ones. <laughs> Good deal. Okay. Spider-Man accepted the terms and the Red Goblin left in triumph. Uh, his next target was his own family. So his son, Harry, his wife, Liz, uh, and also Norman's estranged wife were trying to flee the city because they heard Norman was back. Uh, he, Norman chases them down, meets them at the docks. He is then assaulted by the Human Torch, Silk and Spider-Man. Uh, along with Agent Anti-Venom. So Anti-Venom, again, briefly touched on in the Venom report. It's um, it's the other Venom. It's a... Is it the school bully Venom? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Flash. What's his name? He's played by Joe Maginello. (laughs) Flash Thompson. Yeah, that's his name. So, yeah, and he has powers that can destroy symbiotes. Uh, However, uh, and this caught Norman off guard... But Norman quickly turned the tables by forcing Agent Anti-Venom to make a difficult choice. He could either defeat him or he could save his mortally wounded friends. Because Norman had just ran through the Human Torch and Silk and Spider-Man at this point. Right, okay. Agent Anti-Venom chose to save his friends but paid for it. As the Goblin cut him down while he saved uh, the rest of them. As in like killed him? Kills him. Kills the man. Kills Flash Thompson. (laughs) Cool. Um, So he then captured... His grandson, Harry Osborne's kid, Normie Osborne. <laughs> Sorry. And he infects Sorry. Normie Sorry. with the carnage symbiote. Sean, the, the kid's name is Normie. He's a bit of a Normie. No, like, they looked at the baby's face in the fucking crib and looked at him and said, that's a fucking Normie right there. Yeah. Just really like, read that child not, from birth. Not like, not like, oh, I don't know, Sean, even. Yeah. I'd accept Sean. Uh, maybe Mark. Jason, Frank, right? Yeah. But Normie. Normie. Bold You'd, strategy when you know your dad's a serial killer, Hitler. Well, this is the thing. Why would you want to honour the man at all? Call him Hitley. Harry after his dad. <laughs> Little Hitley. Little, oh, no. <laughs> so his next, Red Goblin's next stop was Alchemax, the chemicals company, 
where he would destroy the anti-venom that was stored there so that no one could stop him, essentially. Okay. Uh, he, uh, he was successful in destroying it, but he was confronted by Spider-Man. This voided his deal with Osborn. So Nor- Norman was like, y- y- look, we had a deal. You stop being Spider-Man. I'll, I'll leave your family alone. You broke that deal. So he sends Normie to attack Aunt May. <laughs> Fantastic. But what we don't know is Aunt May had a brief fling with Dr. Octopus back oh, in the day. Dr. Octopus is now protecting Aunt May and he's fighting child Norman Osborn, uh, Normie Osborn, who also is Carnage. Sean, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. These comics are terrible. They're not good. <laughs> Spider-Man comics have not been good for close to a decade. <laughs> How was he so popular as a character? I don't understand it at all. Um, Harry eventually comes by. He takes up a glider and pumpkin bombs and starts finding his dad as well. Um, and then he... And is Harry, how does Harry feel about Norby getting the head punched off by Dr. Octopus? Uh, not thrilled. But he also is like he's like he doesn't care about him. He's just like here's here's the heir to the goblin fucking lineage, right? Uh, so the the it becomes a big punch up. Spider Man punches Norman away from the house. Um, they keep fighting. They eventually end up in Times Square. He des- Norman decides that the best way to get at Spider-Man is that he's just going to start killing people indiscriminately. Perfect. <laughs> Classic move it's, by the it's goblin. The old, it's the old kill people until he stops me trick. It's, it's, it's a good one. Exactly. And so he just starts like he's stabbing people. He's throwing bombs in every direction. <laughs> it's fucking hell. He's a lunatic. Spider-Man is distracted, as you can imagine, by the carnage. Oh, mm. And he attempts to save civilians. While doing this... The Red Goblin pins him down and begins to strangle him. Uh, and he's on the he's on the verge of killing Spider-Man at this point. 30 more seconds and Spider-Man is fucking dead forever for right. real. Spider-Man says that the credit for his death would go entirely to the Carnage symbiote. Banking on Norman Osborn's enormous ego. Oh shit. Sure enough, the goblin angrily shed the symbiote, insisting that all he needed to kill Spider-Man was himself. Spider-Man then went toe-to-toe with the Green Goblin, emerging victorious. Beating the shit out of him. Just pastes the man. Like, Norman desperately attempts to rebond with the Carnage symbiote, however Spider-Man incinerated it. And the mental backlash of this destroyed Norman's mind with the cracks being filled by Cletus Cassidy's personality. Wait. So now Cletus Cassidy, who is Carnage... Yeah. He has morphed into Norman Osborn's brain. Yes. So the brain-damaged Norman Osborn in Ravencroft Asylum later on is talking to (laughs) Spider-Man. He says that he believes Spider-Man to be Norman Osborn and that he himself is Cletus Cassidy. Oh, shit. Spider-Man then leaves the former supervillain to his madness, stating, Norman Osborn, no more. 
So just Spider-Man no more, but Norman Osborn no That's more. It, yeah, yeah, it's audacious for them to write that story and then finish it off with one of the most famous Spider-Man lines of all time. It really hasn't earned it, hasn't it, Matt? <laughs> I don't think so. I think if, if they threw in a great power, great responsibility bit as well, I think it really would have worked. Oh, I'm sure there's some element of that in there that I just didn't, didn't come across. I, I just want to know one question, because this could change the whole report, right? So yeah. you mentioned that whole story... Obviously, I think personally right now it's terrible, but I can move that story to number one story I've ever read in comic books if you tell me this, and this is true. Mm -hmm. When Normie shows up at Aunt May's house, is there a paddle where Doc Ock football punts the little child into the air away from the home? I do think he gets thrown through a wall. I need a kick. Unfortunately, I needed. Doc Ock's not a big kicker. Like he's all arm based, you know. He's all arm. He likes a fling. Like he'll fling a child across a room. That's okay. (laughs) I just love the idea of a scene where, like, the child walks in, like Chucky, and you just fucking absolutely kick him seven feet away. (laughs) Like ding dong. Next panel, a boot. (laughs) Straight through the door. He doesn't even open the door. And so, like, and then, like. Then Norman is just Cletus Cassidy for a while, and then he comes back as Norman. And then as he, normal Green Goblin. As normal Green Goblin. Then he's a good guy. And now he's I think he's Peter Parker's boss and he makes some like technologically advanced Spider Man suits. And That's less exciting. I like a, Norman the Dick. Yeah, he's much more interesting when he's just an absolute cunt. That'd be like making Lex Luthor Clark Kent's boss. Yeah. But also, he knew he was Superman, and like, and like helped him out, helped and like him made him like crime good. fighting quest. Like, well, yeah, I I feel like that that takes a lot of the joy. Like the how it works is Norman Osborn is like the ultimate fucking just the worst, just yeah. the absolute worst human that always takes advantage of other people, and Spider Man's the complete opposite. Exactly, and the thing about Norman as well is that like any time Norman Osborn turns good. You know exactly what's going to happen in the oh, yeah. story. Like, nobody trusts him. No. I don't know why he's been mayor of New York like two or three times. <laughs> he was president once. Like, I think that's a. I think they're just following Lex Luthor's storylines. I think so. I think Green Goblin, I like the. Like, he's, like he, I think he's a cool design and he's a cool villain. But I think Lex Luthor is just better written. In terms of like the yeah, major I d- big because bad I think hero. Lex Luthor, I think Green Goblin and Norman Osborn, who's one of my favorite characters, but like I think he's two things at once. He he's Lex Luthor, but they also want the crazy Joker kind of side as well. He's Lex Luthor Joker is what he is like, and which I mean I think kind of works. But Lex is crazy because or Lex is is evil and scary because he's not crazy. Yeah, he's just like he's just he has a goal in mind. And he'll do anything to reach. That and Joker goal. is cra- and Joker is scary because he's a psychopath. And then they like combine the two, which I suppose is like a a Do good face. analogy for like business and sociopaths and like to get to the top, you gotta be fucking psychopathic and all that stuff. Um, yeah, but like there's that's like a, an American Psycho Patrick Bateman thing. But hmm. like I I don't know I I think just just he's a very difficult character to write. Yeah, and coupling that with. They haven't really known what to do with Spider-Man since, like, 2010. I just think that it's kind of a mess of a story. Because because I think, like, Norman and Spider-Man, you could write an amazing fucking comic book if you just have the two of them act like themselves. Yeah. Just like, no. Actually, a great one is in, like, No Way Home, 
when you have Norman just beating the fucking piss out of Tom Holland yeah. in that hallway. Like, that scene is so good because Norman's just evil. Like, he's just scary, powerful when he wants to be. But also, like, when he's, like, with Aunt May at the feast shelter, part of you is like, man, I really want this dude to be all right. Yeah, I hope he's okay. But he's he's not. Like, he's always going to be evil. He's, he's always going to be the goblin. Like... I, yeah, I, I suppose I, I do like the the idea that he can't control it. Like, it's another side of him. Yeah. Um, I do like that. But then if you want to go the full route of he's just evil, I just, yeah, I think you can write so many cool comic books where Norman Osborn and Spider-Man because they're so opposite that it works so well. That, like, they have such different viewpoints in the world. And Norman Osborn, what annoys him more than a fucking teenager beating him? Yeah. And, like, the best... It's my favourite um, panel is... Right after Peter Parker gets his body back, Goblin is like talking to Spider-Man thinking and he's talking to Doc Ock. And then Spider-Man cracks a joke and the Goblin just has this horrified look on his face. He's like, oh, it's you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> what a report. I mean, Red Goblin. Uh, probably not Norman's finest hour. No. But, but an hour a, he had at least a, t- a thing that happened didn't we all not read we were, we all read Goblin though some stage really when you think about it we've all been a red goblin in our own time uh, I like the child would you like to take us out Connor on that <laughs> <Yes>. note <laughs> um, if you like what you heard we've done hundreds of these covering loads of different comic book characters uh, so if there's anything that stands out to you any characters that you like the look of I mean you can scroll on through on Spotify they're all there there's hundreds of them there uh, all DC a lot of Ma- like a lot of DC a lot of Marvel uh, I covered Bane I've covered Mr. Freeze uh, over the last few weeks as well um, I covered Booster Gold last week who's one of my favourite characters um, Sean by the way Batman the Animated Series is on Irish Netflix oh, as of today damn. just Good to let God. you know that's, uh, yeah. What about Young Justice, my favourite show? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone doesn't know the reference, they're like, geez, he's very mean. The guy just loves Young Justice. <laughs> it's like, no, I've never seen it. But Connor it's a loves bit. It. He keeps telling me he's going to watch it, but he won't. A very good um, As I said, there's merch out there. Five stars on Spotify, please. That would really, really help us out. Um, you can become a Patreon today. We put up le- loads of extra movie reviews and TV show reviews. Um, that's all over there. The link is down below, and that's just to kind of support the show and help us out. And most importantly, you can just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.